Hi, this is Anatomy of Addiction. I'm Marilyn Spiller. Today, I'm turning over the podcast to guest host Alec Green. Alec is Managing Director of Sanford Behavioral Health in Grand Rapids, Michigan. He interviews Kate Stewart, who is Senior Vice President of Customer Growth at Kipu Health, one of our partners in mental health. May is Mental Health Awareness Month. The theme is Together for Mental Health, and it's a fitting theme for today's podcast. As usual, we are sponsored by Sanford Behavioral Health in Greater Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you need help with an addiction, an eating disorder, or a mental health condition, please give us a call, 844-776-9651, or you can reach us at SanfordBehavioralHealth.com. Without further ado, here's the show. All right, everyone, we're here uh, for another podcast, Anatomy of Addiction, and I have Kate Stewart here, the Senior Vice President of Customer Growth at Kipu Health our electronic medical record. Uh, And and Kate actually has a history with Sanford. She was actually our client success manager early on as we came into this space and grew our initial relationship with Kipu. So Kate, it's great to have you in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Thank you. It's good to be here. And we're excited about uh, some opportunity to talk about the growth at Kipu, some different pieces about your space in particular, and uh, so let's let's jump right in. Uh, my first question is, how did you get introduced to the SaaS space? And for our listeners out there, could you explain what SaaS means? Sure. So I'll start with that. I'll start with what SaaS means. And while we'll dive in a little bit to it, I was introduced really to SaaS through Kipo. That was kind of my first experience working in that space. But SaaS is software as a service. It's a cloud-based licensing method, typically, and delivery method, um, where the software is licensed um, and it's a subscription-based model. So a lot of people refer to SaaS. Another way to think of it is kind of software on demand. Awesome. Yeah. So you had mentioned this previously, you're working on more of the the lab integration side of thing, which is a a great aspect for customers and being able to get your labs right into your electronic medical record. But can you tell us about your new role as Senior Vice President of Customer Growth? Sure. My role now uh, was born after the TCV acquisition. So Kipu has been around for about 10 years. And about one year ago, we were acquired by a growth private equity company um, by the name of TCV. And they have done a tremendous amount to bring in um, great leaders into the organization, also backing with some opportunities, some financial opportunity to really invest in the technology and then also in ways to best support our customers. The customer growth team was typically handled um, by our customer success managers who are still a large part of it and we work very close with. Um, But also there was a lot of communication with our sales folks who focus a lot on our new logos and bringing those those to Kipu as as those facilities software of choice. The customer growth team was designed to work, as I said, closely with customer success, but to really intimately get to know our customers, our existing customer base, and where they're going. And where they're going, we need to know so that we can best support them from a technology standpoint, from a contracting standpoint. Um, So that was kind of the idea of it. You know, when I worked on the lab side, 
we looked at our existing customer base and said, how do we build out a great platform that fits the needs from a compliance standpoint, from an efficiency standpoint for lab integration so that they can they can take advantage of that? And, and in that, you kind of increase adoption of that product or of that platform within our existing customer base. But we also have other products, you know, our CRM, our revenue cycle management. You know, we, we acquired Avea Solutions um, most recently and are really excited about that. But we want to make sure that we're supporting our customers, supporting their growth, and then also helping them to take on new technologies that can, can, can help them in that. What are some of the biggest challenges the behavioral health SaaS space is facing? That's a great question. So the behavioral health SaaS space, I think that we do have our own unique challenges, but as I see it, it really is more about how do we support the behavioral health folks in general, right? So in behavioral health, what kind of, what's, what are the overarching challenges in that space? And then as a, as a software company, how do we support what changes need to be made in the direction that's going? So when I think of it kind of in that light, I think that COVID obviously presented a number of challenges. I don't think I'm saying anything, certainly, mm-hmm. that a lot of people aren't aware of. But what does that mean for our role in it? And how do we help our customers like Sanford to support their business so that they can deliver patient care throughout that? And and the direction that we took that or kind of the way we think of that is providing a really strong telehealth platform so that you're able to utilize that and, and kind of bridge the gap for those people that still need the care. But COVID presented unique challenges with how we do that and, and the proximity in which we, we do that with people. And, you know, in, in part, data is obviously a huge component for treatment and showing effective outcomes, especially with telehealth becoming such a presence in our space. So what is Kipu doing to help their providers become better data collectors? A very large initiative across the organization, and this goes for data collection and the ability of our clients to do that through us and with us, but across the organization is becoming more interoperable. And that interoperability will kind of drive how our customers are able to aggregate that data and how we are able to kind of ingest data and then push data back out. So that's an important piece of it. And then there are other partnerships that we want to make sure that we continue to grow and foster. Most recently, um, we partnered with NATAP's Force, and we're very excited about that. Um, they don't claim to be you know, a software to do that data collection, but really to be a repository for that information and to socialize that kind that that data across really the behavioral health space and that market in general. It's an opportunity for for customers to opt in or out of that program. But I think partnerships like that and and the ability to share that information and through becoming more interoperable will kind of work together to do just that. No, and I think it's extremely important given the benchmarks that we so desperately need in our industry. And the force program is helping bring that forward. Mm-hmm. But, but with that, what new Kipu feature with TCB's acquisition, we've seen growth within Kipu that, that is astronomical. And, and what new Kipu feature are you most excited about that is coming out in the next 12 months? Or do I just have to pick one? Just one. 
All right, fine. <laughs> and then I'm going to say two, just because I'm excited about both, but I won't elaborate on them. So really, probably at the forefront of everyone's mind is the new scheduler. We can also refer to it as a calendar, but it really has such a robust scheduling component where you're able to schedule by provider, by location, um, you know, a number, a number of ways there. So I think that scheduler is also going to allow us to serve more accurately and efficiently that outpatient market. Um, which historically has not been Kipu's primary customer, but but we want to make sure that we can support them and understand that market better. And so I think that's kind of exciting um, to be able to do that with something like the scheduler. Uh, So we also are rolling out the new patient portal, which is not only going to be an efficiency for clients and give them access to their data for one, but also allow them to fill out forms and some evaluations on the front end that will get fed and and those efficiencies for the client, but but also for the staff and for the facility. You know, when we talk about uh, challenges in the behavioral health space, those staffing shortages can, they've been real lately and they can cause burnout amongst staff. Um, so any way that we can support them, I think is important. So if you look at at the patient portal it was initially kind of across a number of different healthcare industri- um, industry verticals was a way to give patients access to their information now can really alleviate a lot of some of that workload that the the people that are staffing these facilities are taking on during these shortages. Yeah, I know that's something that we've really felt at Sanford and uh, and allowing us to help the that staff to decrease that burnout mm-hmm. is a is a huge, huge win for us at Sanford in the way that we can work within the Kipu system. So uh, you acquired a in September of 2021. Mm-hmm. Are there any exciting new updates you can share about integration with the Kipu EMR? Sure. We get that question a lot now, right? Mm-hmm. People are aware now of the partnership and the acquisition of Avea and excited about what that means. And the most recent and exciting update is that that is currently live in the beta phase. So we have a number of customers that are using the live integration right now. We will continue to roll it out um, amongst others and then for general distribution you know, in the coming month. But we are doing both the ADT and the DFT push right now, which is the patient demographics. Um, And the DFT is the patient services. So those billable services that need to be moved across systems. So very exciting. We will keep everyone up to date because I know that it's going to bring a lot of efficiency for a lot of people. Yeah. And I know I'm one of the the clients asking about it. So (laughs) uh, last question, um, and, and this question, it may seem out of left field a bit, but it was actually asked me on my client success studio I did with Kipu, and then I did the same when Lester and I did a podcast. So what is the best technology investment you've made personally under $100? Of all the questions, this might be the toughest. <laughs> I feel very put on the spot. No, um, there's a few, and I think, I guess they, they typically go back to creating efficiencies within my own family, right? My <laughs> husband and I have three kids. We both have full-time jobs, so it's a busy household. But I think, you know, we did a tablet for each of my girls, three of them. And I was not, I was not really on board with this idea. I didn't want all the screen time, but I will say that the day and age in which we live, I am blown away at the number of educational games that my kids go to when they do have their tablet, because there's certain times for that. And, and love seeing that. I was at a soccer game for one of my daughters the other day and uh, my youngest wasn't playing and she was on her tablet. And at first I thought, oh gosh, get off your tablet. And then she turned to my mom 
And she was like, what's a word that starts with? And I was like, oh, that's fun. She's seven. She's playing with it. She's doing crossword puzzle or um, like a crossword puzzle. So I love that. Everything in moderation, right? Exactly. Exactly. And and thank you so much for coming on the uh, Anatomy of Addiction podcast. We are so appreciative of our relationship with Kipu, and I'm excited to continue to see the growth within the company and grow together. Uh, so thank you so much, Kate. Thank you for having me. It's yep. been a pleasure. Yep.